an anti-gun school board loses. Hochul wants to ban gas heat. This is The Loaded Mike, and I'm Dan Wass. As concerned parents went up against what seems to be a diminishing socialist presence in the city of Saratoga Springs, it was still apparent by the 5-4 to four vote in favor of school security that the political left is still pushing their dangerous agenda. The Saratoga Springs New York School Board voted 5-4 to four to hire one additional officer from city police department and one deputy from the county sheriff's department in an attempt to make students safer. Saratoga Springs, New York, known for its historical and traditional American pastime of harness racing and some of America's best restaurants, has been dealing with what some would call an anti-American ideology in recent years. From Democrat mayors and city board officials banning traditional gun shows and implementing gun buybacks to allowing radical left-wing terror groups to wreak havoc on the streets of the city, it's been rather difficult for residents living within the city to feel safe and have the resources necessary to protect their kids in school. Some would argue this behavior is becoming similar to that of larger cities implementing policies that perpetuate a victim-predator society despite the valiant efforts by city and county law enforcement. Hiring two new armed security guards is a step in the right direction, but it's been a long battle. Ever since Joe Biden introduced the 1990 Gun-Free School Zones Act as part of the Crime Control Act, School killings have increased at twice the rate of increase every 10 years. Killings have doubled on school campuses since the bill was signed into law. Now, common sense would tell us that removing armed security and the ability of lawful gun owners to carry concealed from our schools would result in more violence being perpetuated uh, on school campuses. Even though we now have the data showing this to be true, there's no shortage of those committed to continuing these dangerous anti-gun policies and putting our children and teachers at risk by purposely making them vulnerable. This seemingly for the purpose of holding on to their anti-gun position, protecting the bad guys, and not having to admit that they've been wrong about their position on guns the entire time. So Board President Tony Crackler, Vice President Natalia Laktakia, and board members John Brugman and Anjanette Amica all voted against hiring new security to protect the students, even after a safety audit was conducted and a recommendation for the hire was given by the district's insurance company. Now, many of them said they wanted to wait until they were going through the budget process for the next school year to determine how hiring of the two additional officers would impact their budgetary decisions. Uh, It would seem, to them, money is more important than the safety of our children. Now, school board vice president Natalia Laktakia, while reluctant to protect the children she she represents, has publicly admitted to donating to the radical domestic terror group BLM and is also known to have encouraged others to donate money to the Minnesota Freedom Fund, an organization that was created in 2016 and was heavily funded during the 2020 left-wing riots for the purpose of bailing out violent protesters. That organization has since bailed out several individuals accused of violent crimes, including a convicted rapist. But the good news in Saratoga is that the radical leftist attempts at making our school children and teachers vulnerable to attacks has been defeated. At least for now, this means safer schools for our kids and a sigh of relief for parents. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this today with, you know them both, 
John Chayera, and Hola. Anthony, and Anthony Diso. What's uh, going on, you guys? What's going on? Huh? What's going on? Armed guards in Saratoga schools. So it's a good thing, right? Yeah, right but then you get this BLM person, BLM supporter, voting against it, along with three other uh, school board. Can you believe? I mean, what are your thoughts? I should just go to show you what type of person she is. Oh. Her children mean nothing. They, they don't Apparently. know nothing to her. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> money, I mean, those sheriffs are making, you know, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year. So two cops is one hundred sixty grand a year. It was about 70-something thousand. Yeah. Uh, you per- could hire 10 armed, licensed ex-military people for that price. Well, I happen to know some of the law enforcement in Saratoga and in the uh, Saratoga, the city and the county. And I, I mean, I got hats off to these guys. The Saratoga Police Department and Sheriff's Department, fantastic people. And, and they really are trying to do the right thing. It's unfortunate that I think Saratoga, Saratoga Springs itself, uh, like other Democrat-run cities, they, they don't, it seems like they're, it always seems like they're working against the, the police department, what the people really want. Oh, yeah, always. Um, so... But um, I, I don't know. I, I think now, at least, if we at least if we can have this, the kids somewhat protected, you know, because you got to remember the reason this stuff happens is because the schools are typically unprotected since the nineties, you know. So well, plus, of all the schools in the country, you have no idea what school is going to be attacked. Right. So. But when you put a sign that says "gun-free zone," oh no, I get that. on the building. <laughs> come here. You're going to say, "Come on in and Free you know, lunch. shop around." Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And with schools across the country, probably like this, you know these these controversial topics, which shouldn't be controversial at all, uh, of arming you know arming teachers or putting armed security in. You know, once news gets out on this stuff that the schools are unarmed and helpless, I mean. Then you're you're advertising it again nationally. So we're advertising today in a, in a in a sense that stay away from Saratoga because they are armed and they are protecting the kids and they'll probably do whatever they need to do to keep those kids safe. Despite these four uh, school board members voting against it. So what's their log- What's the logic of voting against it? Did they say what the yeah. Budget. They said they, they, oh, okay. they don't have enough money. Oh, now they're worried about budget. <laughs> right. like, like Saratoga has a budget problem. Well, it's not even that, though. It's like, you know, usually the people that are on that side of the aisle, they're never worried about the budget. Well, if it saves one life, right? Yeah, right, exactly. That would be my right. argument. Well, they're not going to think like that. Right. They do otherwise. They claim to think like that. Yeah, but it's all right smoke down to it. Well, they'll donate to terror groups. Yeah. Oh, but Jesus. when it comes to protecting the kids, oh, we don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You burn a city down, I got money for you. Protecting right, your kid, right. not not a chance. See, we need charts on all this stuff. How much money was spent here? What did it cost? Blah. All the yeah. riots. What did all that stuff cost? What did that stuff? You know, it's just it's ridiculous. The riots. How many billions? Billions, billions of was dollars. It, was it into bees? Oh, into billions? Yeah. Billions of dollars. They burned federal buildings down. They burned police stations. And Auto stuff. zones. What <laughs> the heck? That well, that, that's the disturbing thing. You know, these people who support. BLM, Antifa, this this uh, Minnesota Freedom Fund, you know, they're 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 literally supporting violence. 
because the, the reason the Minnesota Freedom Fund exists is to bail out the violent protesters. And you're going to give money to bail out the violent protest. What does that say about you? Didn't Kamala Harris do that? Yeah, Didn't she bailed. She was out? she was involved at some, at some level. Involved. Yeah, in in supporting yeah. or starting it up or doing something with that group. Yeah, that's great. That's great. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, and the and and the idea that these people who support these groups can walk around in public. And think that they're doing, or at least pretend that they're doing a good thing. To me, it's shameful. Well, I think a lot of that is 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 the delusion of what public even means anymore. I think a lot of people, a lot of the arguments I have with people, the big concern is is that they're all worried about. They've been convinced to worry about things that are over mm-hmm. there and about these people and. It's always about people that they don't know that has nothing to do with them, right? right? So they don't know how to make that personal. And then when something is personal, they don't know how to make that public. So they look at, you know, protesters in their own neighborhood destroying neighborhood businesses as something else than what it is, I think. You know what I mean? That would be threatening to me personally if somebody was burning down the Stuarts down the down well, the road, right? It's what like, about the what about the knuckleheads who are burning down buildings, businesses with People living in apartments upstairs. Right. I mean, what do you do? You're in an apartment upstairs, and they're burning the. Freaking <laughs> Wouldn't that be like attempt to murder or something? Well, and you know what? You know what? This is this is what really oh, changed. I helped them out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> those people in those cities, a lot of those people went out and said they they're starting to they wanted to get their they wanted to get guns to protect themselves. They realized that their own ideology, their own left wing ideology, was putting them in danger, and they decided, well, maybe this whole gun ownership thing's not so bad. We need to deter that person who's coming to burn my house. Click, click. Right. S- stay away. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it, <laughs> if you're burning a house down with people in it, isn't that like attempted attempt, murder? I would assume it's attempted murder. <laughs> that didn't happen, though. But Fire's coming. But the lefties. They believe it's okay. They think it's okay, and they donate money to bail these violent. But there shouldn't be bail on somebody like that. They, they they want them out of jail. Well, arsonist out, and they got hey, January okay. six people are still in jail now? since two, for two yeah, years, and they're still they, in. without even being charged. That doesn't yeah. work. It's well, confusing, that, right? So I don't know. Charge how, them or something. I don't know if it's confusing as much as it is just total hypocrisy, and we need to fight against it and turn it around because it's just. Speaking of hypocrisy, Uh-oh. all right, Hokel. Anthony's girl, oh, rat face. Anthony's girl announces more police protection due to an increase in crime for her. That was actually a result of her awful anti-police policies, but but she blames her decision on guess what? Gun violence. Guns, right? So, so let me get this straight. <laughs> rat face wants more security for herself. No, no. Let me read a little bit. For you. In 2023, New York State. <laughs> for me. New York State of the State Address, Governor Kathy Hochul discussed the nationwide rise in crime and so-called gun violence and strategies and investments New York has taken to combat it. It's criminals. She's letting them out of jail. It's but she's criminals. Blaming, right, I know. So according to Hochul, stronger so-called gun violence, prevention laws, and tougher <clears throat> prosecutions of gun trafficking help... Helped keep guns out of the hands of people who should not have them. So she's a savior. Here. Wait a minute. That's not even making any sense. So the criminals that she lets out, she wants to stop the crime. That's <laughs> She's so stupid. She is stupid. <clears throat> she says, last year we saw a double-digit decrease in both homicides and shootings. 
but we're still far from pre-pandemic crime levels, and our work is still far from done. The governor highlighted bail reform and is calling on all partners in the legislature to remember that all investments are going towards stabilizing communities and addressing historic inequalities. So they say here she highlighted bail reform. Okay. So what's that mean? <clears throat> what's that mean? Did she highlight it in a good way or a bad way? Now, remember, she was all for bail reform. Right. She says, I'm proposing the largest investment ever in the state's gun-involved violence elimination initiative, also known as GIVE. So it's a nice little nice little. Oh, yeah. Term, another, give. Another, another brainwash slogan. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to GIVE. Which saves lives in the communities that are hardest hit by gun violence. By criminals with illegal guns. (coughs) With illegal guns. To put it simply, we're investing in what we know works. So according to Hochul, areas with give jurisdictions have seen a decrease in shootings. Shootings in Buffalo are down 32%. Long Island, they're down 29%. And Westchester is down 27%. Okay, so she's blaming, she's putting all this money and effort into, into making things better. A bunch of malarkey. But blaming it on... Guns. guns. Always with the guns. It's criminals. It's criminals. It's her reform is why there's crime. Like Albany, what they have? How many homicides is it last year? 90 or something? I mean, it's going down? Oh, okay. She says, mm, she says she's directed state police to play a more direct role in combating violent crime in our communities. We're going to expand state police community stabilization units to 25 communities across the state. Look, she knows where the crime is. It's in the low-income cities. It's in the the the, yeah. the ghettos. Yeah. And so, so we're, we're going to have put, troopers hanging so out we're in the put, ghetto, right? So we're going to put pavement poppers who just literally write tickets their whole career, who have never yeah. done urban anything. They're gonna f- Let's put them in the city to see how that works out. Yeah, that's going to work out great. I think what they signed up for. That's, that's for the sure, guy. Right? Yeah, that's the guy I want helping me out. <laughs> Old purple hat. You know, a lot of talk about Anthony's girl, Kathy Hochul. Mm. So I just want to stay on the topic here for a minute. Blech. There's more? There's more? What, she's, what she's, more she's doing garbage. Garbage. a week. Quite what? the week she's had. <laughs> she's doing some more. Hey, what, what, more, what more good is that thing doing? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and listen. <laughs> I think you're going to be happy to hear Are you this. sure? <laughs> Anthony's girl, New York Governor Hochul, announces plans to ban gas heating oh. in new homes. <laughs> in Cut him bu- off. In buildings constructed in the next few years. Oh, my God. So Governor Kathy Hochul, during her State of the State Address Monday, announced plans to ban gas heating on the construction of new buildings over the next several years. So in other words... So it's going to be electric heat? Uh, Apparently. Guess what? Everybody's going to be homeless. Freeze out the poor people. Because where I live, we use the electric baseboard for a month. Guess how much it was? Stupid. No, just take a guess how much it was for one month. Probably half your rent. A thousand dollars for electric heat. For electric heat, that was the entire electric bill with electric heat. With electric, just yeah. using the baseboard for one month. Yeah. So what do you have otherwise? Gas. How much gas is? Why is there hundred bucks? Why is there, why is there baseboard? Why is there electric baseboard heat in there? If they already have it's gas, supp- it's, supp- it's supplement. Oh. It was there first, and then they put the heating in. 
I had an apartment once with electric heat. It was it, couldn't it, afford to live. Nobody can. There's no way anyone in anywhere is going to be able to afford electric heat. The grids aren't going to be able to handle. Well, that's the big problem. The too. pull from the electric, you know, those things pull some serious power when it's you like turn them on. Like running an iron all the time. I never said she's. I never said she's talking about electric heat. I don't know. I mean, what well, other well, gas stoves has been what I've seen all over the place. Is that you can't put. So new now gas we're going to come to your house, kick your door, and take. She your says away? <laughs> they talk about new construction. I she think says she's proposing a plan to end the sale of new fossil-powered heating equipment by 2030 by calling for construction of all new. All new construction needs to be zero emissions starting in 2025. Where's the electricity coming from? Where <coughs> is she, I'm telling you. For small climate change remains for <laughs> oh for small for small buildings in 2028. Small buildings, what? A shed? In 2028 for large buildings. Hochul said, and we're taking these steps now because climate change remains the greatest oh. threat to our planet. But also to our children and our grandchildren. So we're all gonna be living in So sheds. Anthony Anthony hates G- Children, that's what your problem is. So we're going to be living in sheds, basically, because that's the only thing you're going to be able to heat. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense on any level. It's just complete nonsense. And people get people are brainwashed. It's just beyond belief. These morons that voted this idiot in are just, I I can't believe there's that many stupid people. If they believe climate change is real, they're, they're crazy. Well, it doesn't even matter if you believe anything about climate change. It's just you realize electricity costs five, ten times as much to use for heating than gas does. Why would you think that's a good thing? Do you think? The poor people are the ones that are getting hurt, as usual. We're going to help the poor. Yeah, well, you can't afford to heat your apartment, so sorry. You know how many dead people you're going to find in the winter here? Cold kills 11,000 people a year in the United States already. I was only running, dude, at 68. Some people run their stuff at 75, 78 degrees. It'll cost you a million dollars to heat your house. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a million, but yeah, you're right. I get your point. It'll cost it's you two or 3000 a month to heat your house if you're around 78 like that. We did it for one month. We almost fainted when we got the bill. We did. We were like, <laughs> oh, my God. Fainted. They had to get under the covers. <laughs> so so now um, is National Grid on that? I mean, are they really in line with that? Well, Just that's a good, it's dead? not. With the first of all, like you said, it mentioned earlier. The grid can't handle all this. It's no. just insane. I posted something yesterday <laughs> so you mean from, a, me. from a video about the superchargers that you can put in your house, the, the level two chargers if you have an electric car. Okay. Okay. The level two chargers use 1.3 to 1.6 times as much electricity in one hour charging your car as the rest of your house uses in a whole 24-hour day. So it's like... Putting ten times as many houses on the grid if everybody has an electric. Then you add electric heat to all that. Yeah. What are they going to do? It's and insane. It's, it's not going to happen. You're going to you're going to heat a skyscraper with electric heat. I, I just I, I don't understand how people are going to, you know, just all of a sudden transition into it's two not. years. He's talking about 2025. But who's going to buy a new build house that's all electric? Yeah, it's going to affect builders. It's going to affect um, the the service providers. National Grid we have here. New York and um, stuff like that. Radiant flooring heat is expensive. It, to put in alone is is super expensive. And then how efficient is well, it? Well, radiant okay, floor. You're, you're talking about ele- are you talking about electric, electric radiant or yeah, electric, water radiant? No, electric, well, electric. Well, water. You would have water's going to gonna be a furnace. boiler with yeah, a gas, so, right? So, um, anyway. All right. So let's let's get off Hokel here for a minute. I know Anthony. We're getting excited. Can you tear yourself? I don't ever want to get on her. I'm not getting on her. What's wrong with you? All right. Have you guys heard of Holster Gator? Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. Tell us. That's the device. Now, this is this little, cool, very cool device. 
Um, it attaches under your dashboard of your car. Um, anywhere, right? Under your desk. Right, anywhere. Bathtub? <laughs> I suppose. Well. <laughs> Why did he say bathtub? Somebody might break in your house. I you guess know, you're you right. The bathtub. You can mount it to the side of your bathtub. I never... Suds? Ducky floating. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. On the side of your bed, wherever. You put it wherever you want your handgun. So what it does is you take your holster, and your holster slides right into it, simple and easy, and comes out. And this way, like if you're getting in your car, you don't have to get in your car, take your gun out of your holster, Put your holster over here. Put your gun in your magnet, whatever. So it, it's it's pretty cool. And it um, by using this, you have quick, easy draw because your gun is still in your holster. Right. And you've got the holster, you've got trigger protection because your gun's in your holster. Uh, it ex the, they make them to accept all, all different manufacturers' holsters. Um, perfect device for traveling and stuff. So if you're traveling with your firearm in your car, it's perfect. Um, so I urge everyone to check out Holster Gator. I got it right that time at holstergator.com, holstergator.com, and make sure to use the discount code loaded. So you'll get a discount of 20, 20%. Anyway, moving on to, uh, more fun stuff. We also, we're going to be going to break here in a little bit. I want to get in a couple more topics. Um, Biden shames President Trump for classified documents only to have had classified documents of his own in his garage the entire time. <laughs> this information was, of course, held until after the midterm. You know, they knew about the. Oh, yeah. They knew about it mm -hmm. until after they held it until after the midterm elections so as not to uh, negatively affect um, the midterm elections for Democrats. So. Um, I think we got a clip here, but before, let me go, go to this first. Before the White House admitted that classified documents were found at the Penn Biden Center, President Biden lambasted his predecessor over his possession of such sensitive records. During an interview on 60 Minutes from September, Biden was asked about the viral photograph of top secret documents spread across Mar-a-Lago, the floor of Mar-a-Lago, by the FBI following the raid of President Trump. Um, and he was asked, when you saw the photographs at top of the secret document, uh, when you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at the image? And I think we have a clip of Biden's response. Do we have The that? breaking news that we're following, classified government documents <clears throat> found inside one of President Biden's private offices. The records dating from Biden's time as vice president during the Obama administration. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. You're doing the same damn thing. Totally irresponsible. Um, and I, I just want to be precise. That was uh, released on CBS 60 Minutes on September 18th, 2022, about a month or so before uh, 
maybe two months before they found similar documents at the Biden private office. (laughs) He was doing the same damn thing. Which, but his is illegal. His is actually illegal, right? Right. Biden is illegal. So where's the raid? Yeah, it's a setup. I know. I think it's a setup. Get rid of Biden. I think. Tell us more. It's a setup to get rid of Biden. I think. I mean. Oh, right now you think it is? Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks that way. Whether it is or not, I don't know. But, you know, who knows? But, I mean, it's perfect. (laughs) Who's the replacement? Kamala? Well, that's the thing is that (laughs) I don't know who the replacement. No, probably Newsom, right? I'm going to say. Oh, my God. Are you nuts? He'll never be president. They're talking about Newsom or Kamala. Never going to happen. Yeah. Never going to happen. Well, I bet bet (laughs) if they need a candidate, it will happen. It ain't going to get voted in. Do you see California right now? I know you see that, but I'm saying there's a lot of people that see it the other way around. Uh, where they look there's at no way. Like, he you're better off, a young guy. He's you're better off running Hillary. <laughs> Can't run Hillary. Well, sure you can. You can run her. Hochul. She's ready to move up. Oh, yeah. Give governor a couple months. Could you imagine? She's destroyed New York State. Could you imagine what she'd do to the country? <laughs> well, it just goes to, sh- well, it goes to show you, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it goes to show you how people, like states like New York and California are freaking brainwashed because you look at that stuff and you got Hulk and you got Newsom and you're you're looking at it going, well, how can this fly? But it does. So if, let me tell you something. If Newsom becomes president, you can, you can forget about the United States. It'll be gone. It'll be gone. We'll have to move to Florida. Oh, wait. That's in the United States. Mm. Mm. Where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? That's a good Dominican Republic. Buy an island. Mexico. Just, we should just colonize Mexico, take over the whole country. That would fix everything. Get rid of the drug lords. Get rid of everybody. Yeah, just get rid of them. Tell them you guys got to leave now. <laughs> you got to go. All kinds of vacation spots. I'm going to need your sand hut. You got to go. The cartels have taken over the policing. Oh, they oh yeah, they have. Weren't they just open fire on a uh, jet plane like they're, recently? They're, well, from what I hear, there's so many corrupt police law enforcement people now that they do what they they get paid to Why do. Why would they the not? Cartel, right, they well, getting right. paid. Why would they not do it? Doesn't make any. I'm pretty sure for car- one person working for the pretty other. Pretty sure the cartel has more employees than the police department. Oh yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is crazy. But we are up against a break. After the break, some fun stuff. Stick around. We're right back. Holster Gator, when seconds matter. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the behind the scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical. Because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun, Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun, Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab, why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good Gun, Bad Guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to goodgunbadguy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. 
right, so we're back, and uh, some interesting stuff. The, uh, the omnibus bill is absolute insanity. All sorts of stuff that shouldn't have been voted on, but the reason they did it was because they didn't do their job during the during the session, during the year. They, they were supposed to have voted on this stuff and, and to fund, as they say, to fund government. What'd they do? They didn't do nothing. So they package it all together. Everybody's got to vote on it. Nobody reads it. Remember Pelosi saying, well, you got to sign it to read it. Nope, got to pass it in order <laughs> well, to see that's, what's in that's it. Kind of, that's kind of like our state legislature is giving themselves a $35,000 raise. They vote on their own raise. What? Oh, seriously. What? What the hell is that? Yeah. Well, Don't you wish that you could vote on your raise? Yep. Like you just go to your boss and say, I want $35,000 more. And I think everyone in the building is going to vote for it. And just a plug to my friend Jim Tedisco, who's a New York State uh, New York State representative here. <clears throat> he he just did a, a speech um, at the state house, tearing the Democrats apart. Yeah, exactly every Republican voted no. Every Democrat voted yes. Yep. That right there is pure scumbagism. P- politics, scumbag, scumbag politics, duggery. They've made sixty four thousand dollars in the last four years. <clears throat> $64,000. You won't even make that much raise in your lifetime at a normal job. For, for, say it again? They made $64,000 in four years in raises. You wouldn't do that. That's just their raises? It just raises. Oh. And they're like, oh, we're going to work full time. I guess now it's going to be full time. Okay. All right. All right. Let's change, shift out. gears. I had to get that off my chest. Let's shift gears just a <laughs> <laughs> Just bags. a little bit, the freaking dirt bags. All right, so boxing is introducing a new category for trans athletes to compete against members of their biological sex. So, so wait a minute. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't hold the thought. Let me read a little bit so people know what we're talking about. The World Boxing Council, the, the WBC, will introduce a new category in 23 for transgender athletes to compete against members of their biological sex. Uh, the WBC president. Uh, Mauricio Solomon revealed in an interview with the Telegraph on Thursday, said the WBC plans to establish an all-trans league in 23 (laughs) (laughs) trans athletes cannot compete against non-trans fighters. (laughs) Boxing would also adopt an at-birth rule which would only allow athletes to compete against their other members of their biological sex. All right, go ahead, Anthony. <laughs> Wait a minute. How the hell are they going to figure that out? Hey, pal, yeah. pull your pants down. I got to see what you're dealing with. Well, so a man and not so a man who wants to be a woman has to fight another man who thinks he's a woman. Right. So, so it's basically two dudes who have boobs beating each other. That's up. My, is that what you're telling me? That's my and you know what's going to happen? What they're going to demand equal pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody, well, who's going to watch that? Well, maybe well, people will watch it. Oh, actually, they're going to watch it. I don't understand. You have, okay, so so uh, seriously, you have male boxing, you have female boxing. Now you have male tran, trans boxing, but they can't compete against female. If you're biological male, you can't compete against biological female. So basically what they're really doing is it still male against male, female against female? Except they have boobs. Except it's going to be weird. 
right? So, all right. So now then you have the women who think they're men. Right. So now the women who look like dudes are going to fight the against other women other that look, women like, who dudes. look like dudes. So it's going to be dudes who look like women are fighting against other dudes that look like women. It's where are we going in this country? Question is, are you going to watch? Hell no. <laughs> you, I would have to watch at least. Well, that's one. what I'm thinking. A I lot would. of people would have to oh watch at least God. in the beginning and have to watch. There I, might be a whole. I, Hey, if it turns out to be commercially viable, you know, I mean, as long as they don't want money from me to take care of that. I just don't understand why you need a new category because all, all they're really doing is the same as what we got now. Male against male, female against female. Yeah, you might as well just have that. So why do you need a trans category? Have them just fight dudes. She's got boobs. Just punch her. <laughs> She's got Punch her in the boob. Punch her. Right? If it's, if it's physically a man but it grew boob, just beat it up. Beat it. <laughs> Why where does a, he come up with John? So where now we got to have a separate category this is, for it. This is for this fight country. framing again. Like I guess I got nothing against him. the different people, but it's like, listen, why are we doing this? In boxing, here's a quote from the article. In boxing, a man fighting a woman must never be accepted regardless of gender change. There should be no gray area around this, and we want to go in it, into it with transparency in the correct decisions. Woman to man or man to woman transgender change will never be allowed to fight a different gender by birth. All I see here is that you're you're you're, you're taking this trans creating this trans category, and it's still men against men, women against men, women. So what it's do you? Be, it's just a it's a it's what they think of themselves. So basically, it's a man who thinks he's a woman is going to be fighting a guy who thinks he's a woman. You know, all eight of them. That want to be professional boxers. I'll be able. You know what? If this takes off, you know. Oh, they're going to come out of the woodwork. Oh, oh yeah. Well, There's going to be 300 pound monsters in that's there just throwing. happening all over the place right now, for, and all kinds of reasons, for all kinds of reasons, all kinds of places. Guys just identifying. <clears throat> Why would you? What would you get out of that? Well, well first of all, it's interesting that the, the latest uh, Dark Horse podcast, Brett Weinstein and his wife were talking about a, a specific case, but one thing they brought up, which is really interesting, is like if you identify as the opposite gender on your, say, your driver's license and stuff. What if you get in an accident? What if they need to find you? What if you're yeah. kidnapped? And he says you're a woman, and they're looking for a woman, and you're a guy, or vice versa. Like, exactly. how is that helpful? <coughs> you know, it's it's just the whole i the whole idea of identification goes down the tubes in a lot of these. Oh situations. no, now it's X. Right we now it's the, an X. Get the it's other. Being so I'm looking for an other in a car accident. Yeah. What does that look like? I'm looking for another. Who's the other? Anybody read, call out, other, 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 anybody out there? See, but if we're all chipped, then you have to worry. Just New York DMV has it. There's male, female, X. Yeah. It's just so stupid. It's so freaking I'm so sick of this nonsense. I'm really tired of it because it's so dumb. And here we are talking about it. And it's just so ridiculous. Because nobody else in liberal media is talking about it. You think any other news source is going to talk about the WBC having a transgender boxing league? No. It might be on CNN. We should look it up. They have it on their website. They go on to say biological men competing as women in female sports leagues has been a source of polemic. A source of polemic? What is that word? P-O-L-E-M-I-C. Do we know what that? Oh. Speech or strong. Say, say the last part. Strong. Critical attack. Okay. Speech, uh, by way of speech, 
right? Right. People okay. Complaining about stuff. So this is what we do on Loaded Mike. We actually define words that we don't understand right at live on on the show. Because reading up, is fundamental. Can you look up <laughs> turd? <laughs> Reading is fundamental, he says. All right. Uh, anyway, after breaking several records competing as a woman, biologically male University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas defeated his female competitors by 1.75 seconds in the 500-meter free at the NCAA championship in March, causing a firestorm as teammates in the university itself debated whether Thomas should be allowed to compete in women's events. Biological men are trouncing women in sports competitions across the country, a Daily Caller News Foundation analysts found. Dozens of athletic competitions have been affected as vast differences in strength between men and women remain even after transgender hormone treatment. Okay, we know this. Transgender male who thinks he's a woman swim against the men. Uh, right. But they're saying that because they take hormones, they're going to lose all their muscle mass, which is not true. Oh, what a bunch Pretty of confusing. freaking nonsense. We're going down the drain. It's infuriating just to, that we're letting this stuff happen. <laughs> it's like a turd. This country right is the... going down the drain. <laughs> God. I mean, like God. I said, I have nothing against what you do. But why is this such a big... Like, this country's become a joke. Everything. Yeah, like, everything. Like, we got... Like, everybody's coming out. Oh, I'm bisexual. <laughs> Who cares? Nobody cares. Why are you announcing it? What, do I got to put an application in? Do I even need to put an application in today because you're bisexual it's, now? It's no longer brave, okay? Everybody is is coming out saying this stuff. And one person, I saw this one little, I don't know what it was, some kind of interview or something where this, this uh, radical leftist uh, LGBT whatever. Q. Whatever. Said, there's a difference between queer and gay. And she was all sorts of pissed off that that gay people were calling themselves queer because queer is a radical version and don't try to capitalize on the radical version of gayness. You're only gay. So now they're yelling at each other. Yeah, now they're fighting amongst So now they're amongst fighting amongst themselves because somebody called them a queer and they said they're gay. Yeah. Oh. Okay, now we're really, now well, we're really that's, rolling. That's... Traditionally, that's how the Protestant church has been since Luther, right? They're all arguing among themselves who's more of this and more of that and everything else. The more you splinter that stuff up, the worse it's going to get because nobody's going to understand. People like us on the outside are going to be going, what, what's going on? We're not going to make any sense of it. And we're the bad guys because we don't understand what's going on. Yeah. It's all part of the demonization and the separation. It's just... I think it's all stupid. It's all stupid. It's all stupid, and I, I refuse Why can't to... you just go about your business and not tell people? Who cares? Who cares? Well, that, that's Why just... do I need to know that you're gay? Yeah. Why? Do you, you know I'm heterosexual, right? Well... Do I go around? I mean, right? oh, I'm not going to say that either. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this clean. I was going to say something else. Not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> why do we got to announce it? I, we shouldn't have to. I think it's just nonsense that's being created... For some form of diver, uh, not diversity, but division, trying to create division among people, and here we are. I, I got to tell you, I'll be honest with you. I get annoyed as hell with all this nonsense, and so it tells me that if their their plan is working. If they're pissing me off right. with all their stupidity, then they're probably getting what they wanted. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Now people are going to think that you know I, oh, we're against them. 
Right, and that's not it. That's not it. We're against the liberals who are pushing the nonsense. But anyway, jeez, because I because I have, I know a lot of people who are. Well, did you hear about the drag show in Florida? No. Wow, you guys are really up on the news. We have jobs. I think maybe I did jobs. The hell does that have to do with anything about watching TV? You have time. I don't know. It's all over Facebook. So there was a drag show in Florida, and there was children there in a giant auditorium. And oh, some and, guy and gives birth to a bloody baby and steps out on his head on the on the floor. I, Danny, did you hear about I'm that? Look it up. Better check that. DeSantis out. is on it right now. He's not happy about it. I wouldn't be happy about a it. A drag show where a drag person gave birth to a baby and stomped it on the floor after he gave birth in front of children. There's a guy that. No, it was simulating, but still, you're you're still yeah. dropping a baby on the floor and stopping yeah, it on the head. Wasn't a real baby. It wasn't a real baby, but it's this is what these sick individuals. But there's there's parents bringing their kids to see this. Yeah, something happened to these people. These these something, parents. Something oh, seriously, happened. how can you how can you do this? How can you bring your kids to see this stuff? Well, that's a good question right there. If you know that's what's going on and you're bringing your kids there, even once you see what's going on. I, if, if you didn't know and you, and you saw this stuff, and only one person was videoing it and, and against it all, he got arrested. Get arrested. We need to do a whole show on this. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> We're running out. This show's going by so quick. We're running out of time. Oh, what's Danny got? He's got something. A drag queen gives birth in a bizarre, explicit performance. Are we? Are we are we able to hear this now, Danny? Okay. Now, this is just, that is oh, disgusting. There's children there, though. See, we, we, need a, we need a camera that's on the stage looking at people's faces watching this and seeing how they're This is Satanism or something. What is this crap? What are they doing? I mean, what? I don't know. You got Nutcracker. This is a Christmas show, right? It's a Christmas show. <laughs> I, I what would love. That? Look at the creepy that, person that's in the back, though. That's creepy. Look at that. And this is why people hate them. Because they're doing stupid. Uh, that's disgusting. Why would you do that? And there, there, there's children all in that theater. All over that theater. There's kids and these parents are sitting there like this. Like nothing's going on. Yeah. That is that is sick. That is the most sick and disgusting thing I've ever seen on stage. And these idiot morons in Florida are watching it. He's just picking it up and throwing it all over. Well, there you go. John, what do you think about all that? I think it's not right. Is that it? Is that your only I don't. I, again, I have, have no idea. Yeah, well, I, what is that? I look at that, I don't even know what that is. And why? But, first of all, why would you be coming to a theater to watch that? Well, they thought they were probably going to a Christmas right, show, and these sick pedo freaks did that crazy thing. And the parents were probably just shocked, maybe. They're just sitting there going, oh my God. Probably opened up with a little drummer. And at that point, your kid's already seen this. What's that kid going to say to his mom later? Mommy, what did that person do? How are you going to explain that to that kid? This is a way of changing the fundamental 
values that we have. Is that Americans. their idea of an abortion? Just letting it out and just throwing it all over the place? Is that funny? It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's they're really sick, man. They're sick. Well, DeSantis is not happy at all. He is not happy that that's happening in his state. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Next. I just had to pull that up because it was God. just. That's terrible. All right. Let me move. Let's move on to this. <laughs> I messed up. I want to talk a little bit about the whole climate change fantasy and fairy tale. Um, we started. I'll go through some of this stuff, but we. We started with, you know, we had global, the fear of ice age, the fear of global warming, the fear of the ozone layer, all the nonsense. And so I wanted to bring us to a clip. Danny, you got that clip? Um, I wanted to bring us to a clip. And so we can see just how the nonsense was back in 1978 um, with this one particular clip. Go ahead. Let's, let's play that clip. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. In 1977, the worst winter in a century struck the United States. Arctic cold gripped the Midwest for weeks on end. It's Great blizzards paralyzed cities of the that Northeast. Job? One desperate night in Buffalo, eight people froze to death in marooned cars. <clears throat> Pat Bushnell was on the road that night. Traffic just absolutely stopped. I was afraid of being stuck in the car all night long with the uh, cold and the wind running out of gas, and then what? I think that if we had to go through a real bad winter, just like we just went through, I think we'd have to think about moving someplace else. Move where? The brutal Buffalo winter might become common all over the United States. Climate experts believe the next ice age is on its way. According to recent evidence, it could come sooner than anyone had expected. At weather stations in the far north, temperatures have been dropping for 30 years. Seacoasts, long free of summer ice, are now blocked year-round. It's called winter. According to some climatologists, within a lifetime, we might be living in the next ice age. Okay, so the next ice age. Of the nine planets within in our solar died in Buffalo system. last week than died in 1977. Well, within a life, we're <laughs> warming. What's going on? How can it possibly be? Within a lifetime, he's saying we could be living in an ice age. That was, well, that 40 was 1978, years ago. right? Was like, yeah, it was like yeah. 40, 44 years ago. So we haven't even gotten halfway through that so-called life span or lifetime, and they've already changed the narrative now to global warming. <laughs> the models have never been right. Ever. None of the models have ever been right. So this is the kind of thing where you can't even bring that up in a conversation. Like, where's the credibility here? The models have always been wrong, but now the models are right. Yeah. It's just, just think about how much money our government has, has pissed away in the last 40 years. And they're pissing That's away. not even the stuff that bothers me. The thing that bothers me is their complete 
idiots yeah. who believe every, everything they say. Let me go through some of this stuff here. 1967, like a famine forecast by 1975. 1969, they said everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam by 1989. <laughs> I don't know what that means. 1970, they said there's an ice age by 2000. Th- that came and went. 1970, uh, America subject, uh, subjected to water rationing by 1974 and flood rationing by 1980. Uh, 1971, new ice age coming by 2020. Um, oh, missed that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, another one, 1972, they said an ice age, 1974, space satellites showing new ice age coming fast, 1974, another ice age, 1974, ozone depletion uh, to great peril of li- on, to life, 1976, um, scientific consensus, planet is cooling. Okay, so well, they're all over the place. 1980, acid rain is going to be the killer. Um <laughs> Then we get into 1988, massive landslides. We're going to be underwater by 2018. 1989, rising sea levels will obliterate nations if nothing's done by 2000. No, we passed that. We passed that. We're doing real good, aren't we? In 89, they said New York City's West Side Highway will be underwater by 2019. Well, still driving through it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and two, in, tw- in 2000, children won't know what snow is. So now everything changes. 2000, there's not going to be any more snow. Everything just completely Except is going to... Except in Buffalo. Re- so, right. just Where Buffalo. they just got, what, how many feet of snow? 10, 12 feet. 10, 12 feet. Yeah. And, and, and our governor knew it was coming, but... Ah, this just goes on and on. It's um, all ridiculous. You can't predict the future. In 2004, they said Britain will be a Siberia, be like Siberia by 24. Um, Arctic, and then in 2008, Arctic will be ice free by 2018. Yeah, still full of ice. 2008, genius Al Gore predicts ice free Arctic by 2013. Where is Al Gore? Oh, that's right. He's made what tens of millions of dollars off of this hype, and then now he's. He's Why gone. His private jet. Haven't even heard about him. We're almost to, to the end here. Let me get, get through some of these. 2009, Prince Charles says we will have 96 months to save the world. <laughs> also in 2009, the UK Prime Minister says 50 days to save the planet from catastrophe. 2009, again, Al Gore moves his 2013 prediction of ice-free Arctic to 2014. So he changed a year later yeah, now. he's moving it. Yeah. Need a little more money. In 2013, Arctic ice-free by 2015. We're supposed to be. And then 2014, only 500 days before climate chaos. And, and right now, we're going through this whole fantasy world of now just climate change. We don't even know what's going to happen at this point. They're saying because they don't want to land on global warming anymore or ice age. They just want climate change. When are we going to stop listening? When are people going to stop believing I don't this crap? To it at all? I don't care. You can't predict the future. None of them can. Just think of all the money these morons made off of lying to you this the last forty or fifty years. <laughs> None of it's came true. But people believe it. Oh. Stupid people, people are buying a Prius for this. I'm not saying buying an electric car is is bad. No, but they're buying it specifically for this type of fear. 
What the hell does an electric car? We've been driving gas cars, which were 25 times worse back in the 60s and 70s with emissions. Nothing's changed. Technology. It just got better. Got better. Emissions is pretty much gone at at the most with the way we've we've done. It's not as bad. The ozone's not falling apart. We're not going to get sucked into a black hole, you morons. When are they just going to just stop? They're not because it's money. Look how much money the government's wasted. But if people weren't so stupid and they and they just said no, I'm not going to believe it anymore. If people just all you have to do is go back to the '60s and '70s and and look at what they were saying. Okay. Just, just look at it. None of it came true ever. None of it ever. Well, came that's just true. like a couple, like a month ago, they said that people who don't have the vaccine are more likely to be in a car accident than people who have the vaccine. What the yeah. hell are you talking about? <laughs> and where did you get that study in less than a year of how me who doesn't have a vaccine is going to be more susceptible to a car accident than a person? With the vaccine. Are you Probably kidding me? Probably because you're going to be alive and driving, and those people might not be, right? But that's oh. something. That's a study they came out with, and, it, and they actually can't printed it. that. Can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't get the vaccine, you're going to be not Really? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> well, we're, we're first done. of all, I think uh, the, the big overview of all this, and I don't know if you guys have read Alex Epstein's book, Fossil Future. I'm on my fourth time through. It's really one of those things you got to hammer it because you pick up so much information. But the whole thing is, is that the whole public view of climate now has shifted to this non-impact view of the world where we shouldn't be impacting nature at all okay but that is directly anti-human because we've been impacting nature forever and ever and ever well, plus it's impossible we, that's why we're here because we impacted nature yeah. if we didn't find if we didn't invent fire if we didn't invent if we didn't find fossil fuels, you wouldn't be living. There'd be nobody in Antarctica or the Arctic study. How about anything. eating other creatures? Well, eating That's... other creatures or having fertilizer. All, everything you can possibly think of is all happened because we've impacted our environment. And and Epstein calls it climate mastery. This is this is the upside of the fossil fuel stuff. Where if you take that all away. Millions of people are going to die. That's what it comes down to. And that's what they people want. People don't care about other that's people. That's what the government wants, though. They, they want, don't care. How do you get rid of population control? How do you populate control? Take things away that are going to kill them. And you know somebody that thinks the earth is flat. So let me know when he gets boat goes over the edge and he goes into the black <laughs> hole because he's a moron. Well, the sad thing is about the population <laughs> stuff is the people that are having babies are the poor people. And they want to get – they don't want to get – none of these people want to get rid of rich people because they need taxpayers and need people to buy their stuff. They want to get rid of all the poor people that are draining all our resources that we have to send <coughs> yes, over there. exactly. Instead they, of helping them. Right. And they really themselves. need – and they need rich people to create businesses and right. provide – Jobs, right. you're not well, stupid. That's the, why it's the middle the middle class run everything. If there was no middle class, there'd be nothing. There's more middle class than our rich. Rich are one percent, one percent of that's nothing. And they I, I still don't even know how we def- lines around the world. So what are they thinking? They're I still don't even understand how we define rich. Is, is there an actual number? Because everybody, yeah, knows I don't know. Because because everybody says rich, poor, middle class, but you're as rich as you feel. What's this? What's Danny doing? Is he looking up? No, he's looking up. He's what looking up. Considers rich. rich. <laughs> Having a great deal of money or assets. Well, I got a lot of ones, so that makes me rich. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, again, we haven't defined it. It's just a, kind of one of those terms that's just out yeah, there. They're one percenters, I guess. Charles Schwab says 1.9 million is rich. Is, is that rich. Okay. Well, I'm never going to see that. 1.9 million what? What is that? Yeah, <laughs> and that's another thing. Is that, is that cash in is my mattress? Is that net value? Is it? 
Right. So you could have worth. You could have a million dollars in real estate and stuff like that, and and not have any cash. Not have any cash, right? You could be broke and still have one point nine million dollars in assets. So, yeah. So they don't define it again. They don't really define it. Is it one point nine million dollars in the bank, or is it a net worth of one point nine million? Who knows? But but anyway, but anybody who's even in that category at all knows understands what we're talking about. Oh, he's wrapping us up. Oh. Understands that they're saying is that they need people to. Pay taxes and buy things. Otherwise, yeah. the whole thing falls apart. Well, okay. I wanted to get to the New York State Concealed Carry Improvement Act. It just got, it just got uh, shot down for the fifth time. And but I guess we're gonna have to wait. Well, thank you, Mr. Supreme Court Judge. We like you. Yep, that was Judge Sinatra. Uh, Great guy. Stuck it to Hochul again for the. How fifth many times time. is that moron gonna fight this? When, how many times is that judge gonna have to I, say? I got that's more. It. I got more details about this. Can I he got, just put a gag order on and call it a day? We're out of time. I, we, All right, we gotta go. Wow. Next week we'll talk about this one. Okay, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for watching the Loaded Mic on Rumble. We're also on Ops Lens Network, Right America Media, Simul TV, and Key Radio Network. You can also find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, whatever your favorite podcast app is. I'm Dan Wass, and the Second Amendment is not a privilege. It's your right. Thank you.